From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Wednesday, March 17th. I'm Sarah Wright. A former motel in Ukiah is getting closer to housing more than 60 people who are homeless or at risk of homelessness. Last week, the Board of Supervisors voted unanimously to approve a contract with Rural Community Housing and Development Corporation to manage Live Oak Apartments, which the county purchased in September with state funds under Project Homekey, a program to house the most vulnerable. Megan Van Sant, a senior program manager working on housing and homelessness with Health and Human Services, reported that 15 families have been selected to live in the apartments so far, consisting of 20 children and 20 adults, three of them pregnant. Another 22 applicants who've been accepted are senior citizens, some of them veterans. RCHDC, a nonprofit developer and housing management company, will be paid $675,000 a year to provide a resident manager, maintenance, clerical, and bookkeeping staff to keep track of rent, taxes, and upkeep of the property. There's an additional $1.3 million operational grant, and tenants will pay 30% of the income they get from various social services programs and housing vouchers to pay rent. Can you offer a little more detail about how it's going to be possible to continue to pay for this with um, RCHDC getting $675,000 a year and, you know, unforeseen repairs that might need to be paid. So what's going to pay for this? You know, each unit will generate rent. And as we've gone through the tenant selection process, I've been more encouraged and more reassured that our original vision is, is going to work out. Um, a lot of the people that were moving the building already have vouchers in hand. Um, others are clearly eligible and just need the support to apply for those vouchers and have those vouchers ready to subsidize their, their rent. And in the beginning phase, during the bridge phase, those units will be eligible for rapid rehousing funding, which is another funding um, pool that's available. Quite a, quite a bit of it is available in Mendocino County right now. I still think that the long-term vision of all of these units generating rent, either and it's going to be through a contribution of the resident's own contribution. They, they have to con- contribute 30% of their income and then a voucher subsidy covers the rest of it. That's still a real solid business plan, and that rent should cover the operating costs in the long term for this building. Um, there are other funding sources that can continue to support the county staff or, or whatever staff ends up you know, in the long term supporting that building that would be separate from the rental income. And how much HHSA staff are you anticipating will be involved with this project? You know, my unit and my team continue to provide a ton of support to the project, but there will be two county staff that will be available on site at, at the site as well as the resident manager who is an RCHDC employee and a full-time maintenance person as well. They will be on site, you know, at their workplace. Um, there's additional RCHDC staff that will be supporting the building as well. Um, I'm not sure if they'll be full-time in the building, but those other two positions will be. People could be moving in by the middle of next month. Right now, construction workers are remodeling the lobby and putting kitchenettes in the living units. Van Sant says that while some tenants may be short-term, there's no time frame on how long they'll be able to stay at the apartments. You can't use a housing subsidy voucher on a room that doesn't have a kitchenette. So that's why we've been interested in converting as many of the rooms to have the kitchenettes in them as soon as possible, because that allows us to have that, that sustainability. You can't use a voucher on a room that doesn't have a kitchenette. But the question about whether or not it's permanent housing or what we usually call bridge housing, it's designed to be very flexible. It could be either. Some of the seniors, some of the veterans, this will be their home for many years. I I can already tell they're excited about it. That's what their vision is. They have a voucher in hand. That's how it will be for them. 
Um, the families I anticipate will not be there long term. They need help settling in. They need help restoring their credit. They need help kind of figuring out where their next step is going to be. And they will be transitioning on, I'm sure, um, to uh, hopefully, you know, a sustainably funded apartment or house or some other kind of housing once they've got all the pieces of their lives back together. Where there's no time frame for that, um, our commitment to the residents that move in is that they, they're able to abide by the code of conduct, they will not be returned to homelessness. So part of what we are doing is supporting them and being able to have those tools to be self-sufficient and sustainable and out in a solid housing you know, situation for themselves for forever, hopefully. So do you think this project could be a model for other similar projects? Um, yes, <laughs> I, I'm doing a deep sigh because, um, I, you know, I follow a lot of the state and federal legislation and new opportunities around homelessness and housing, and I see a lot of references to purchasing and remodeling and renovating motels to be homeless housing. So I think there's a lot of statewide and national attention on this model to see if it works. Um, so far, what I thought would happen is happening, but we're very much in the beginning phases of this, so I, I can't say for certain if it's going to be a model. If it, if it goes the way I want it to, yes. Um, I'm sighing because it's a lot of work, and I, I, I don't think our team could handle more than one motel right now, so I, I don't know. I'm really hoping that we have time to really try this out, see how it works, get some good outcomes of it, and we'll learn a lot if it, if it does become a replicable model. Homelessness is often generational. Van Sant relayed what she learned from colleagues who have been working in local homeless services for many years. And they recognized um, the names on our list from children they knew that had been homeless many years ago, who are now adults, parenting their own children, in some cases pregnant. And my thought was this is an opportunity to break a cycle of homelessness that um, I, I feel really good about. It, you know, there's three babies, three pregnancies that will not be born into homelessness because of this project and, you know, 20 children. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News podcast wherever you get your podcasts.